Welcome to The Magic Spark. I'm your host and personal wellness witch, Tandy Gutierrez. This podcast is for the open-hearted magic makers seeking to cultivate consistent self-evolution, or as I like to call it, self-revolution. It aims to be a home base for continually stumbling upon things that ignite the healing spark in you, be that practical or magical. Now, let's see what that spark is for you in today's episode. Hello, my magic makers. You're listening to episode five. And today we've got to dive into Taurus season and its energies. And as always, whatever else wants to be channeled and brought through to guide, support, or watch out for April 19th to May 20th. I'll also pull a single card for us this Taurus season as a forecast, but more of a what costume are we to wear in this season? As always with our forecast, you may want to listen more than once. I find it super helpful to listen at the beginning of the cycle and midway through. And if you're really feeling in the mess and the mix of the energies, again, listen to it at the end of this season to see how it all played out for you. Listening multiple times to a reading or forecast is super important as you discover how my particular channeled messages actually play out in your personal life. It helps our energies sink and aids in your ability to synthesize and utilize these readings rather than thinking, Yeah, they're great, but I'm not sure what good it's actually doing me to listen. I want these forecasts to help you functionally and tangibly. If the messaging doesn't hit the concrete, what good is it? And on that note, how very Torian was that sentence? Let's begin. The sun shifted into Taurus on April 19th for everyone northern and southern hemisphere. And though I will probably reference spring as I live in the northern hemisphere and as do most, but not all of our listeners. And hey there, southern hemisphere magic makers. I see you. I'm so happy you're here. I know it's autumn for you, but regardless of the season, everyone can lean into the energetic messaging. The message doesn't change. There are magic sparks here for everyone. When the sun shifts into the next sign of the zodiac or anytime any celestial body shifts, the energy isn't like an on off switch. It's more like a dimmer panel. It fades up and in a few days prior and down and out as it moves over into the next sign of the zodiac wheel. Some of us may feel the energy shift up to a week prior to the actual movement of the celestial body, while others may not really feel it until midway through the season. There's no right way to experience it. Just simply check in with yourself. If you don't already or are newer to following the cycles of the moon or astrology, start to make notes in a journal or in a calendar. Just start tracking for yourself. For me, because of tracking, (laughs) I know when the moon is in Taurus or Pisces, I'm going to sleep in. I will require extra Z's. I know when the moon is in Pisces, it'll take me a hell of a lot to get focused in order to do work. So I try not to have major projects on those dates if I can manage it. Because of tracking, I know my kids will probably act like little angry assholes when the moon is in Scorpio or Aries, and I prepare myself to be a better space holder to practice revolutionary patience in order to not let things roll past and explode. And because of tracking, I know that my whole family is happier in Cancer and Leo season just because. But the only way for you to truly know how general astrology will affect you personally is to be practicing awareness, take notes. They do not 
need to be complicated or lengthy. One word is totally enough to track. And then just check in with them from time to time. It typically takes at least three cycles. And I will say three sun cycles. So for those of us who, which is all of, all of humans, um, who are really, you know, pushed into the Gregorian calendar, this is not three months. This is three sun cycles, three cycles of the Zodiac. Um, meaning if you're listening to the magic spark, you listen to the Aries season. Now this is for Taurus season. And then into our next upcoming season into Virgo. If you track for these three months, you will already start to see some commonalities and some repetition, but like anything else, <laughs> like any practice, the longer that you do it, the more sense it makes and the better you are at it. And the more you can apply it to truly support a life of healing, calm, health, and prosperity. And that's not to say that you will escape from the challenges of life or the challenges of the astrology. Life will keep happening, especially this year, but you'll have a better heads up and opportunity to shift and plan to support whatever divine spirit throws our way to heal through. So here we are in Taurus season. Are you feeling anything yet? In this season, we're still navigating all the planets moving direct. Woohoo! <laughs> but as we've all been experiencing, having all planets direct doesn't mean it's easy or simple or a party of celebration or day, all day. It means everything is moving ahead. You might get dragged by it, or you could be running pace with it. It also means that the universe is super serious about us all moving forward. Moving forward means dropping your baggage, releasing karma, forgiving, or straight up just letting shit go with zero fucks to give about it. These are places of epic healing. These are places of transformation. These are places of alchemy. These are also places for the breakdown, for the breakthrough, where things have just gotten so heavy that you're like, I, I just, I can't fucking carry this around anymore. It's too much. So I just, I'm going to let it go. All planets moving forward means healing. And if you aren't in the know just yet, Healing isn't simple, sweet, or particularly easy. It's uncomfortable. It is awkward. And it shows us our ego. It pulls the layers away and offers clarity, whether we like that clarity or not. It's also exhausting. And I'm not saying all of this to scare you, but as I've been telling my group in one-on-one -on -one magical mentees, this amount of healing, this speed, this being uncomfortable, the feeling that everything's happening all at once to solve, whether that be grand, beautiful, cathartic blessings or really big challenges, it's not going to stop. Okay. So we're here in Taurus season. We've just finished up Aries season and we have two full months. So two and a half months, really from the point of, of this coming out of this episode coming out where all of the planets are direct. So the, the awareness here and the offering is like, it's not going to stop. I know we want to hit a stop button or find the easy button, but there isn't one. All planets forward means it may very well feel again, like everything is happening all at once and everything all at once is asking for change and our human security to cling to what we know is going to be uncomfortable because the astrology, the universe, the energies are asking us to let go, try something different, move into better, but we have to take the risk for the reward and being uncomfortable. Doesn't mean that something is wrong. It means it's time to grow. It's time to let go. It's time to release, expand, replant, learn, or take a whole new approach. This may be tiring right now, emotionally, 
physically, spiritually, just practically, you may be exhausted. Remember healing of all kinds requires rest and honestly, energetic and emotional healing, the trauma and the wound healing, the ego healing. I have been in witness for myself and with clients for you know over 20 years that actually that will often require more rest than physical healing. Remember or hear, cling to, keep repeating to yourself. What is happening now in these four months with all the planets direct is on purpose for a purpose. There isn't a stop button to get off this ride in these four months with everything direct, but we can cultivate pauses and practices that can support us through these energetic gymnastics. Okay. There was also, when I was going through these energies, this word that came through that I just giggled so hard at that. It was like gymnasticity. Like that's not a real word, but it kind of, I want it to be. And therefore it is now right. We're, we're practicing gymnasticity that we feel like we, we need strength. We need endurance. We need flexibility. We need mobility. We need to listen to our coaches and we need to listen to ourselves all at the same time. And so this season of everything being direct, it is exciting. It does offer blessings and yet it may feel like a lot when we make our way through this gauntlet, which we will we will reap the rewards, healing and manifestations. So now let's talk Taurus. I love to talk Taurus. I'm a Taurus native with my big old son sitting smack in it. I will be able to offer you truly experienced energies of this sign, both of the gorgeous and the really not so much. Remember my Taurus sun rising and moons. I'm not attacking you. I'm not coming for you. I am not trying to drag you. (laughs) I am you. So here we go. Taurus is the bull of the astrological chart. It's also the most human. It wants to know how something actually hits the concrete. It says, ideas are great, but show me how it's going to make a difference. It always asks, can I touch it? Can I taste it? Can I smell it? Can I wear it? Can I eat it? Taurus gets pegged as the materialist of the chart, intrinsically connected to finances. But actually, Taurus is the sensualist of the chart. It truly gets what it means to be human in a 3D skin suit, that a balance of work and pleasure is very much part of the point of being human. Taurus wants cozy fabrics and it wants uber soft cotton. It wants rich, luxurious satin and it wants deep, sweet, sensual velvet. And yes, Taurus does think it can buy its way to happiness or a solution. And you know what? Sometimes Taurus isn't wrong. And in fact, Taurus typically thinks that they write. And the infuriating thing about Taurian energy is very often they're not wrong, but it has to learn when to drive that home when to hang on to it, and when to let it go, when it's really not important if you're right or not. Taurus is a work hard, rest hard mentality. It doesn't really play. It rests or enjoys, and it wants to lay on a beach, go shopping, eat well, sleep heavy, or better yet, walk slowly and then sit in a field, sniffing daisies and grazing just enjoying the pleasure of being. Do not try to hurry. A Taurus is not going to happen. The mood, the energy, the pace is slow. 
Taurus also has so much to do with the physical body because it is the most human of the chart. And without a body, we're not human. We're free form, spirit, soul, essence. Taurus, therefore, with the vessel, with this attachment and connection to sensual pleasure, has a deep need for sex, both for pleasure and for grounding. But be clear. Taurus can be a workaholic. They are totally willing to put the effort in to get the reward. Hey, now cash money to then invest and spend as they wish on a life they truly love. This does not have to signal frivolity, FOMO, or overspending. Tauruses seek and know quality at their very best. They want what they want. They're willing to earn and pay for it. And don't you dare question them on where their resources go unless you're the one paying for something in time, money, or energy, because Taurus is about all the resources. Their love languages are primarily food and gifts. Their mantra is, I have. Taurus is ruled by Venus, goddess of love. Hey there, pleasure principle and is an earth sign, stable, strong, and typically inherently grounded with a strength that is deep and often formidable. And this can show in actual physical body properties or in just simply their will. And we'll get to more of that. Taurus energy can generate big manifestations when in balance willing to meet the universe more than halfway in effort, knowing at their core, they are worthy, clear about wants, desires, and needs with heartfelt love frequency for their things and the things that they want and have. So Taurus can typically take care of things. So again, not to like overdo this, that they, they are very attached to things I have knowing that the 3d incarnation is fleeting. And while we're here in this physical presence, let's enjoy it. So it doesn't have to cost a lot for it to be meaningful or quality. Taurus genuinely wants whatever they are connected to, to last a lifetime. This is relationships. This is, um, businesses. This is, um, again, partnerships and, and the things Like they don't need 17 pairs of denim. They need one pair that can last them 20 years. Everyone thinks, right? That high vibration is what cultivates manifestations. And what's interesting is that really high vibration does not turn into a manifestation unless or until it is connected to grounding. So Taurus can genuinely be the highest manifestor of the chart connected to resources, abundance, joy, health, vitality, finances. And they are inherently grounded because it's an earth energy. So it's this, like, they can feel stuck in the mud and we're going to get to that. But if there's no grounding, there is nowhere for magic to take root in this three dimensional life. And grounding is truly where the magic is. And this season is prime for it. Taurus season. Okay. Taurus is represented in the tarot by the Hierophant card. It's a major arcana card. And this could be its very own episode. Maybe someday it will be. But the gist of the major arcana card of the Hierophant is teacher. Specifically a bridge between the seen and the unseen. So here we're already calling to, can you connect to high vibrations? Can you add your will, your want and pull it in and through and make that bridge from the unseen into the scene by giving it roots in this 3D dimension to become manifest. The Hierophant is also the call to avoid herd mentality to stay away from corporations and organized religion and head towards spirituality and self in both practical and magical ways. It's definitely a march to the beat of your own drummer. What sustains you? What do you consider and feel and resonate as quality versus what everybody else say is a good thing to do? 
The hierophant is the mentor and teacher in the major arcana. And it always calls us to find a teacher we truly resonate with and set your booty there so that we can learn um, from them or heralds that we become a teacher to others or that it's a time to become a teacher to others. So this bridge mentality runs through Taurus in all of the ways. Um, for my magical mentees with access to the deep dives into the tarot, um, you all will have the Hierophant and you might revisit watching or listening to that in this season if it's resonating with you for like even more into the Hierophant tarot card. In balance, Taurus is lovingly loyal for a lifetime. They are an earth parent energy that can and will hold anyone. It's sturdy, it's grounded, it's stable, it's realistic. And they genuinely are problem solvers and nurturers through practicality. Like they cut through the bullshit just real fast. You want an answer? Ask a Taurus. You want it to not take very long and probably work? Ask a Taurus. <laughs> These are some serious kitchen witches. Tea and food healing runs thick in the Taurus energy. Taurus is also strong and clear with words, actions, and boundaries. They are fierce. Remember the bull. They dish out hard truth and tough love like no other sign. And again, they're probably not wrong, but it may come out a little prickly and they can't often always Take what they dish. They will work their asses off for incredibly long periods of time to get where they need and want to go. They will also do the same for those they love. The stubbornness of Taurus in exaltation shows up as the capacity to stick with something and to keep trying and to keep going and to keep getting up over and over again, sometimes to the detriment of Taurian energy. But Taurus tends to be slow. So we, I, Taurus son, tend to be slow learners. But the time it takes Taurian energy to understand something, because it has stuck with it for so long, actually cultivates mastery along the way, sometimes by accident. <laughs> like, oh, it's been 20 years. Oh, okay. Once we get it as Taurian energy, sun rising or moons, we really know it and can truly cultivate expertise and mastery and therefore be a bridge, right? Teacher. The student becomes the teacher, and we see another reflection of the hierophant here. In imbalance, Taurus energy can skew towards being a label whore, and in general, too muchness. It has a real hedonistic streak when out of balance. Couch potato, overspending, overindulging, and all the things, particularly food or shopping. It also has the tendency and imbalance to sticking with a career or a partner again, way too long, longer than it's healthy again, to the detriment of themselves because their inherent loyalty also hashtag the devil, you know, Taurus does not typically do well in transition. Again, they're slow and transitions like ooh, trying to get them to spin on a dime. I'm speaking about myself. Y'all is like, Oh, that's, that's a challenge. Okay. We're just not wired that way. That don't mean we don't need to learn. It actually means we really need to learn, but the obstinance and the resistance to transitions is real. The ultimate Taurus imbalance shows in its stubbornness and the desire to be right at all costs and it's anger. Ever watched a bullfight? Well, if you continually poke or taunt a Taurus, you will absolutely get the horns and danger is coming. Be clear, you will never convince a Taurus native of anything. And this applies to Taurus, sun, rising, and moons in your personal astrological natal, natal chart. And the more you push a Taurus to convince them, to move them, to change them, 
the harder we resist. It's really not on purpose. I promise. It is just wired. You're poking and we just go, no. Eventually we'll just sit down. Ever tried to move a bull? Not happening. We can outweigh anyone. And honestly, it cultivates sadistic joy in us to flex our capacity to do so. In imbalance, Taurus can be plain old lazy, stagnant. Mm-hmm. I said what I said. Everything can feel like so much work. Taurus will be the first energy to be like, not only will they work really hard, but again, in imbalance, they'll just be like, everything is so hard and takes so long and takes so much effort. But this is the imbalance and it really signals where there hasn't been enough rest and recovery time for Taurus energy. So again, I'm not dragging you. I am you. Every sign has an imbalance and a balance and exaltation and challenge. These are just Tauruses. Taurus rules the throat. So it is completely connected to your throat chakra. It is beyond important for Taurus energy, which everyone has in their chart somewhere to express its personal truth out loud. This is not the journal art. This is not the hide it away. We have to put it out there in balance in imbalance, in imbalance, Taurus sees thyroid issues, laryngitis, adenoid issues. Hey, now the fact that I had a thyroidectomy 10 years ago shows how much healing I needed to do in speaking my own truth. In balance, Taurus offers beautiful singing voices, excellent public speakers, strong teachers, and silk-laden negotiators able to charm the pants off of people with practicality and results. Taurus energy needs an abundant work-life balance. And that doesn't mean spending or having tons of money, but whatever brings pleasure and rest, restoration, recuperation, must be consistently a part of the equation. So as we sit in Taurus season, this will be a highlight for everyone. Again, Taurus energy, fully willing and able to work hard. And they're supposed to, they're wired for it. The season is wired for doing the work, but then they need to enjoy at least a portion of what they earned or efforted. So when we think Taurus, we need to hear effort and pleasure in as much harmony and balance as we can cultivate. So for members of unicornwellnessstudio.com in this tourist season, you all will see movements that cultivate strength in the physical vessel from the ground up. Movement is beyond important and powerful to prevent stagnation of all kinds for Tauruses and Taurus season. This is physical, energetic, emotional, and intellectual. Members, you will see hip work to release these deep stashed emotional emotions, the emotionals <laughs> that slow us down and hold us back or keep us stuck, along with exercises to strengthen the entire lower body to plow forward with power and strength for results in the long-term future. Taurus is the prime example of one of my teachings. If you're not tending to your vessel, you are not tending to your magic. Taurus is the body. It is the vessel. And our body is the home of our soul. Our body is heaven on earth. And when we tend to it with sacred practices, particularly the practical ones like movement and fuel, it rewards us in so many ways seen and unseen. Getting into our body, getting embodied. And this is such a catchphrase, right? In the wellness culture, but really moving out of the cerebral thinking, even moving a few steps back away from our feelings 
like getting into the vessel in the body is a sacred act of connecting to our soul and therefore a celebration of both our humanity and our divinity. In Taurus and spring energies here in the Northern hemisphere, we are still burning off the hibernation and hermiting of winter. We're also trying, this is for everyone, Northern and Southern hemisphere to grow up and out of the impulsivity, sometimes childishness and beginnings of Aries. It's important to understand where we're coming from in order to know where we're going. Taurus season is a time of tending to the seeds we planted in Aries season. Taurus works the fields. It wants things to grow for the long run. Taurus is all about legacy, long game, and outcomes. Taurus magic is in the tiny, boring, repetitive, slow efforts that lay solid foundations and allows roots to strongly take hold. We super see this in our mat work on unicornwellnessstudio.com. If you did your homework already in Aries season of starting things and planting seeds, Taurus season says it's time to nurture what you began. This is a season of working. It's time to water, find the optimal light, and fertilize. This season is nourishment time. That plan you made, those seeds you planted, tend to them. It may be super boring. It's supposed to be rinse, wash, and repeat. If you didn't know you were supposed to plant or start anything in Aries season, that's okay. (laughs) So you didn't know, right? If you didn't get to planting, you knew you just didn't get to it because of all the reasons you still have time. Do it now. I will not say this every month. Do not plan to procrastinate that I might say forever, but If the spark you need to hear is someone to tell you to go, start, do the thing, I just did, and you're welcome. To support your cultivation and growth through Taurus season, let's move into our Taurus season tarot reading. For our monthly readings that are not a season seasonal shift. I'm just going to pull one card for us. This card, we're going to read for the spirit in which to move through things because there's no way out, but through. Okay. And when we're moving through a season, this Taurus season for these approximately 30 days, when things get rough, stuck, stagnant, down, low, dark, blocked, they feel meh, or they just, maybe they feel like the nothing. This is the card that you're going to refer to. This is the persona you will take on. This is the costume we will wear. This is the fake it till you make it attitude. We got to work with and try through and practice with. So this is the spirit in which to move through things which in some ways is all we ever really need to know, right? What's the next best step and what's the spirit in which to move through it? Because there's no way out, but through. And tarot for all the divination, all of the psychic intuitive nature, we're typically not privy to outcome, right? We get guidance and support on the path, but ultimately because this is a 3D incarnation, It is up to us to make the decisions and it's not easy and we're not typically going to be handed the answers, but what we can be handed is the spirit in which to move through things. I'm using the light spheres tarot. I will post a photo of the card in my Instagram stories this week that this podcast is published. And then there will also be a post in my Instagram feed. So if you're listening later, it'll still be there. 
there'll be a link in the show notes for my Instagram. So the card we're working with in Taurus season, spirit in which to move through Taurus season. King of Swords. Okay, now. Well, very, very interesting. Okay, because here we have, we've talked through all of these Taurian energies and they all apply to the season, right? And we've talked about how Taurus is, rules the throat, the throat chakra. And here we have the King of Swords. I mean, hey, now, nice and simple, straightforward with clarity. Spirit in which to move through this Taurus season is one, to speak your truth. The King of Swords, so swords are about intellect, human thought process and words, but swords are so much about your voice, right? You know, the queen and the king of swords say, you got to speak out. If you're going to be the queen or the king, you have to be able to speak, right? So we have to be able to say things. And this is really pulling through like the same things of, of Taurus, like Taurus is the tough love can be really blatant. And again, they can sling a sledgehammer with words and just cut through, cut through the fucking bullshit. Let's just truth is truth. And they will drain emotion out of things for truth. Be clear about that. And they can wield it. They can't always take it. We're a little fancy, but man, we can clear some clutter. Okay. And so the spirit in which to move through this season for us is the King of Swords. I mean, in, in the deck, this is the ultimate exaltation of swords, clarity and intellect. And we tend to think that the swords mean there is no emotion behind it. That is not true. The benevolent leader the queen and the king of swords, the king has definitely stopped to check in with how he feels about things. He has definitely had feelings and taken them into account. But what he doesn't do is just them all over everybody and rant and rave them. He takes them into account. He understands, he picks apart, he synthesizes them. And then when he's ready to speak, truly delivers with clarity, his boundaries, what works, what doesn't work, where the truth lies in the situation, there is a real, um, they're showing me, like, as I do this reading, they're showing me the UN council. Like there's a real global perspective with the King of Swords, even if the, the globe is like two people across from each other. The King of Swords has really taken this other person's perspective into view and says, I understand it. I may or may not agree with it. And typically King of Swords is not going to agree with it. Doris isn't either, right? But they're going to understand. And that's going to influence how they communicate, not out of manipulation, but out of really desiring for there to be a solution of truth, right? There's an essence here coming through this season of Aquarius, how to solve, solving for the greater good. And this King of Swords has taken either time ahead of time, right? Or he's just gotten so skilled and practiced in it that in the moment he's like synthesizing, where is this person coming from? What are their viewpoints? Why, where are their sticking points going to be? Where's their pain point going to be? Where's their, where's the entry for solution and compromise so that we can move forward and through and lay beautiful foundations. So by the time words come out of the King of Swords mouth, they have really been thought through. They have very much been synthesized. They have taken into consideration and there is clarity. And so if we are speaking without any of that process, this is where we, as humans, we start to make a whole lot of messes. It's like, if we're trying to process while we speak and the person we're communicating with doesn't know that, or doesn't know you, then there's already miscommunication happening, right? Because verbal processors just put words out <laughs> and have to work through them. They have to hear them. And then they go, oh, now that I've heard that, <laughs> now that I've said that, I don't actually believe that, or I'm not attached to that anymore, but thank you for holding that. And so the King of Swords does not process verbally. 
they communicate with clarity and precision, but the processing happens underneath or in between or before. So there appears to be a lot of efficiency, but it may have taken more time than you know that to get to that space. Okay. So when we're looking at this Taurus season, it is focused on the throat chakra. It is focused on clearing the throat chakra. And this is coming through for you all right now too, that one of the best throat chakra clears is the word fuck. Right. And it was already coming through of like releasing as all of these planets are moving forward to really be in a place of like, I just don't have any more fucks to give. Like it's exhausting me or it's just, it's just not worth it anymore. There is a true calling to peace right? So Taurus as, as like scary and fierce as the energy can be when they get angry. Cause Taurus energy also has a really long fuse, like a really long fuse and they will hold space and they will let people go. And it's like, okay, it's okay. It's okay. And then once it has just snapped, they are really, really fearsome, right? Like really scary. And so there's this call to being really clear with the words and setting clear boundaries, but knowing you've held space and you've been listening and you've been cultivating for a really long time. And so this fusion of the King of Swords is fascinating because the throat chakra, it, it desires clarity. So there's this layering that's coming through right now, as far as the channel of like a desire to be really clear, but to clear some old gunk too, because all the planets are moving forward. Like we just don't have time for the same bullshit that we had before. So this Taurus energy where it may have had a really long fuse before may just not anymore. It's like, uh, no, I can't do that anymore. So this is also a buildup, be clear, like in the energies of the last two years, everything that we're dealing with, we seriously don't have time or bandwidth for bullshit. So we have to get really good in our own vessels and our own bodies of understanding what works for us and what doesn't work for us or what's going to drain us or like just pull us down. We, we, we can no longer overcommit ourselves because it's going to happen too quickly. And we just, we don't have the reserves for it anymore. So again, Taurus in the past energy may have been able to hold a lot, had a lot of reserves, had a really long, you know, fuse. That's not the case anymore, but that's a point of empowerment and evolution of Taurian energy where they don't need to be the bull who's just whipped consistently to pull the cart and to plow the fields. So there is a piece here, right? Of, oh, there's so many pieces here <laughs> of empowerment and working hard for the things that really resonate with you, but not getting stuck in someone else's work. And so again, just repetition the spirit in which to move through this Taurus season is through the King of Swords. Wisdom, clarity, precision of words. You may need, because we're all so very different, to verbally process something. But if that's the case, make sure you have told the person, like if you're in a situation and you just have to talk it through right now, you need to know yourself well enough to go, I just need to throw some things out there and talk through this. I am not saying that any of these things are the solution or what I truly believe. I just, I need to talk through it. So it's asking someone, can you hold this space for me to talk through it? Or can I take some time to go think through it before we get into truly negotiating, right? Cause Taurus is a negotiator and Taurus wants to win and Taurus wants everybody to make money and wants it to be a win for everybody, right? So they can go celebrate. Like, what's more, what's more Torian than like everybody be in abundance, everybody make money and then let's all go celebrate together. Um, but you can't just put it out there to process and expect the other person to understand that because it's not gonna go so well in this season, okay? So in this card in the Lightseer's deck, um, it is, a soul, a person, a human that presents as male identifying with a lot of winged creatures around them because swords 
are an, is an air quality. And again, communication, but communications coming from everywhere, right. From the winged creatures, from the ethers, um, there's an owl. So this speaks to wisdom and strategy and seeing things in 360 degrees. It really calls us to see in this season for these 30 days to really look outside of the, I want move from the weeds to the higher level. Look at the big picture. Okay. And are the words you're using moving you towards the bigger picture? Cause again, remember Taurus is long-term big goals. Example, you want to buy a house. You're going to have to have money and savings for the down payment. Maybe you have that already, but this is really cultivating. Like, actually you don't have it, but what's the strategy that you can employ to start putting something in savings. And then you can calculate how long it's going to take you to the down payment for a house at a certain cost, certain price. And then you've got the long-term goal. And then you've got the tiny and mighty, teeny, tiny, tedious steps of putting it in the bank every single month. Right. But this card says you're going to have to get up the tippy top of the forest and take a look 360 degrees around. You got to look at the big picture. There's also a bat in this card and bats are so witchy and messaging that they navigate in the dark, right? It's on sonar frequency and that they make a sound and they wait for it to bounce and reverberate back. They're not looking with their eyes. They're not looking at this 3d incarnation. So there's also still another big call to our intuition, meditation, closing our eyes and navigating in the dark and the unseen because Taurus is the hierophant in the tarot, in the tarot. This is the bridge between the seen and the unseen. So here we have this big call out of like, okay, for our long-term goals, for these communications, for communicating clearly, we're going to need to take a pause in the dark to just listen to the silence, listen to ourselves, listen to see if, if spirit has anything to offer us to go within, to help navigate the without. There's also a big giant crow and it may be a raven because to this day, I still get them confused. <laughs> um, I think ravens are larger with the longer beak. And so this is really looking like a raven. Um, Ravens and crows, right? Again, super witchy. They are communicators and messengers from spirits from the other side. And we are talking straight up about souls that have transitioned in this lifetime. Okay. So this is generations we would have known, could have known, or really straight up people in our lives that have transitioned and passed on. So there's a call here to be thinking about and listening to those who have passed. What might they have said about what's going on, where you need to clear the air, where you need to speak your truth, where you need to voice your opinion, where your hurts and sorrows and wounds need to be witnessed because you're sharing them. Where can you tell their stories or how can you move their stories forward by also speaking your truth? So the King of Swords and the Lightseer's deck, he's, it looks like he's taking a pause on a hike, right? There's some little, what look like woodsy flowers and grasses, but then these big mountains in the background. So again, he's in the day-to-day, -day, one foot in front of the other. Let's just, you know, sow until the field. But if we keep going, we can very well hit the peak of that mountain, right? There's some Capricorn energy in here for sure. Where's the goal? How are we going to get there? But he's also in a pleasure state. He's taking the pause. He took a seat, put his butt in the ground, in the dirt. And is just going to enjoy this part of the path. It is effort to walk it, but you can pause. And in that pause, you can replenish 
you can witness, and there can be some pleasure of a pause. So the spirit in which to move through this Taurus season is in the King of Swords. To practice, to learn, to amplify, to utilize speaking with precision and truth. But please understand, this is not analytical solely. This is not data solely. This is not, I hear, bartering, fighting, debating, or, or debating is really loud for the sake of winning. This is about communicating for forward progress towards a goal with healing, with the understanding that you are synthesizing and taking into account your feelings, your feels, which I also call your intuition. So this isn't about schooling somebody with as many cited, you know, notations as you possibly can. This is wisdom, right? I have information. I've taken it in. I'm digesting it. I made a decision about that information that I had an experience with that information and decision. And here's what I think. Here's how I feel. Here's what I'm okay with. Here's what I'm not okay with. Here's what I want. And here's where I'm willing to compromise. Wise communication, aiming at a solution, very rooted in personal empowerment and what you individually believe to be right for yourself. This is not about I'm right, so I have to make the other person wrong. This is definitely higher level communication. This is higher level expression. This is higher level navigation. This is not over communicating because we have been through trauma and we don't want to be misunderstood. This is communicating with, yes, wanting to be understood, needing to be heard, but taking the other person, other side into consideration. This season may have more to do with our words than physical work. There's a real clear line coming through about working our words, right? Every word we speak is a spell. Every unicorn, (laughs) every mentee knows that this will always be at play when working with messaging through me, right? Every word we speak is a spell. When we learn to speak in fairness for ourselves, our wants, our wishes, our desires, our healing, our empowerment, but without pushing our ego, wants, wishes, and desires, things magically shift. Right. And so, because this is a group reading, a general public reading, the way this resonates is going to be so uniquely different for each of you. So, just take that time again, a call to perhaps listening to this episode multiple times in this season so that you can see how it's resonating. How does it feel in your vessel when you hear it? Where is it landing? Where are the opportunities to practice this or to, are you being challenged to work with this in this season? Because again, Taurus efforts, but maybe what's kind of peeking through the cracks here is that actually we've worked too hard with our words to like, I hear mutilate and mutate and manipulate them to get something that we've always desired instead of just speaking honestly about it.
So work with your words. Aim for precision and clarity. And that comes through practice, right? You may not be great at it just yet. We may be called to communicate at a higher level, more mature level, spiritually energetic, different level. And that's going to mean our words are going to shift. The phrases we use to explain things, the ways in which we ask for something, or the ways in which we just let it go. We don't need to have the last word about it. We don't need to be right. And we just, we don't even need to continue it because like, oh gosh, it's just not worth it. Hmm. Okay. And with that, this reading is complete. These things are something better for the highest and greatest good to the harm of none, the all involved. So mode it be, and so it is. Now we, as a collective, will it so for this Taurus season. Again, I'll post a photo of our card in my Instagram stories the week this episode is published. And I will also post it in my Instagram feed for you all to see and to refer back to. If you have the Lightseer's Tarot, just pull out the King of Swords. Um, the link is below in the show notes for my Instagram feed if you don't already have it. This Taurus season, sit in the grass, do something that pleases you, especially if it's something someone might wonder why you'd spend so much time, money, or energy on that thing. This is a time to be bold in specifically what pleases you, not the comfort of others. Break away from something that keeps you stuck and do the tedious, repetitive work for something that could last a lifetime. As always, I hope this resonates. Take what works for you, leave the rest. Thank you for letting me into your collective energies in order to facilitate this reading. And thank you, my dear magic makers for listening. I love you and I hope your magic spark was so loud in this episode. And the energy of Taurus still supports beginning new practices. Hey, oh, seed planting. We still in spring in the Northern hemisphere, but the energies of Taurus alone also provides, right? Slow learner, small increments practiced over time that could last a lifetime. So this season still has the potential when we begin new things to stick for the rest of this Zodiac year. This is the case for Aries through June 21st. This is a time for beginnings. This is the most supportive time of the year also to begin a movement practice that sticks. Taurus is the vessel and will always call us to tend to the body for abundance, joy, and magic for our humanity and our divinity. And one of the reasons that me as a Taurus son teaches vessel work on the mat, bare hands, bare feet on your mat. It is so powerfully grounding for energetics and intentions. Tend to the vessel, you tend to your magic. You get on that mat consistently. You start to brew a resonance of groundedness that can channel high frequency. You will make magic. You will see manifestations. So if beginning a movement practice that's in alignment with the current astrology and the current lunar cycles is calling you, please check out my online studio, unicornwellnessstudio.com. You can also go activate your 30-day guest access, completely free, zero commitments with just the drop of your email address. No payment information necessary. If it's a fit for you, the end of the 30 day guest access, you'll be offered a very special membership rate only available to those who activate those 30 days free. So keep an eye on your email at the end of your 30 days. And remember, this is the very best season this year 
to begin a movement practice that sticks. Now it's time, if you haven't already, to hit the subscribe button so you never miss this magic. If this episode has you thinking of someone else who needs this spark, share it. And if it resonates with you to rate and review the podcast, I would be ever so grateful. The more ratings and reviews the show has, the easier it is for other seeking souls to find their healing home base. It's a super simple way for you to support someone else's healing. If you have topics you'd like to hear me cover or guests you'd like to hear on the show, or hey, you just want to say hi, DM me on Instagram at Tandy underscore Gutierrez. And make sure to check out all of my offerings at unicornwellnessstudio.com. Links are below in the show notes. I love you so very much. And remember, healing is for you. And it all starts with just that.